I'm thinking about the city, that city that's my home, that city of Columbus, that city where I was grown. Oh, I'm thinking about the south side and the east side and the west. Oh, the side that I don't live in and the side I never left. Together as one, together as one. Oh, I'm thinking about Columbus now together. Atomic fire consumed the earth. Those who survived did so in great underground vaults. When the vaults opened, their inhabitants set out across the ruins of the old world to build the new establishing villages, forming tribes. For decades, the city had aimed to be something higher than it was, building more opulence into itself. At the same time, it ignored the human costs, forcing from its limits those who would oppose the ideals of the city, along with those who could not afford it. The marvelous technology kept the city running for those who could ignore the costs to live here. And so after the bombs hit everywhere else, Columbus became the destination for all who heard its legend. And so the city's population barricaded itself in its mansions and slow rise apartments turned into villas. The highways the city had built through black communities a century before became fortifications against those seeking a better life. The enclave, remnants of the former elite, heard about the bastion of old world culture and technology and sent in enforcers to protect it. With their assistance, the status quo was held for those rich enough to afford it, and the Columbus Council was formed from the remnants of the old world establishments. Even the legendary Brotherhood of Steel was unable to penetrate the defenses. It held for almost three centuries until the resources of the Enclave drained when forces were called away to failed military campaigns across the country. The outsiders who lived through the trauma and those who believed the legends once more pressed into the city and found give, but only for those who could afford it. The outsiders who could pay their way in moved into the city, and as the gates closed, promised to come back for the rest, and the crowds vanished, satiated by the lie. Now with the remains of the Enclave, four factions remain. The The University, who pushes the edges of technology forward. The Center, who maintain and supply utilities within the city. The Ohio Defense Corps, who create the Civilian Defense Force of the city, and the Librarian Federation, who have preserved knowledge and kept it circulating. You are here to witness the next steps, to pass through the cracks of the open city and to see what has been festering within. My name is Luke Hare and I use he, him, rarely they, them, and welcome to our Fallout Columbus RPG as part of the Established Property Playhouse podcast. As a quick side note, if you're coming here expecting more Pokemon, this is not that. Uh, this will also probably not be a kid-friendly podcast. 
So this is the warning for that. So we set the scene in a very well-preserved, easily over 300-year-old building. Uh, it is the Columbus State House, and in the sort of brown, faux, marbly halls, we have three figures that are sitting on a bench waiting for a meeting. And uh, first, we have uh, character Jeff. Would you like to introduce your character? Sure. My name is Jeff. I use he, him pronouns. And my character, who also uses he, him pronouns today, is Buzz Brickman, a very nondescript and completely average-looking human male who is dressed very conservatively, has a pair of acceptable yet not fashionable eyeglasses on and uh, is fidgeting nervously with a comically large tape recorder that he's holding in his lap uh is is buzz wearing like a vest and a tie yes absolutely i think a sweater vest probably mm -hmm. no matter what season it is a slightly irradiated warby parker yes <laughs> <laughs> wonderful and uh next to you uh janine would you like to introduce your character and yourself of course um my name is janine uh my pronouns are she her i will be playing the part of hyena a ghoul which in this case is going to be looking like a fairly recently decaying uh ghoul not really having so much skin as much as uh just a tried over scab uh, she is fashioned inside of uh just scavenged leathers and is currently just installing in new nails inside of her bat and then finishing up this uh gang of rogues Amanda, would you like to introduce your character? Yes, I'm Amanda. Uh, I go by she, her. And uh, my character is... My character is being referred to as Vir Virginia Delphi at the moment. Um, look, looks to be about 39-year-old mm, Caucasian woman. About 5 feet tall. Kind of pudgy. Uh, very tired. Very grayish. Like, her skin doesn't... Not ghoulish, but it doesn't look like a healthy color. It's kind of gray. Um, she's got freckles and got kind of a deceptively small mouth and extremely furrowed brow. Um, she's just wearing an old jumpsuit. She has a lanyard that's uh, kind of packed full of pieces of paper. And her most notable feature is a very uh, obvious scar running ac uh, across her forehead and had her hair not grown over the rest, you'd know this set it wraps all the way around her head. Wonderful. And so as you are sort of just waiting, I think uncomfortable, all three of you for different reasons. For one thing, it's like a smaller bench. Like maybe three people could fit on it comfortably, but also none of you know each other all that well. 
if <laughs> at all. And uh, that is when the secretary who is sitting outside of the mayor's office gets a buzz and says, all right, uh, the three of you can go in and meet Mayor Cooper. Yes, uh, thank you. Have a uh, great day. We proceed to have an awkward moment of deciding who's going to go into the door first. Um, after you. Please. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird with kind of like me, so if like, if you could go first, actually, that would really... Virginia knocks you both out of the way and scurries into the room as if there's... Oh. <laughs> as if her life depended on it. And inside... Uh, Mayor Nina Cooper's office looks very nice. I mean, Columbus got spared any major fallout. It did not take on a direct nuclear hit for unknown reasons. And so the signs of opulence and like upkeep are still very evident. There's obviously some of the retrofuturist technology here, but Mayor Nina Cooper is dressed fashionably in sort of like a politician's dress like it's a red dress white pearls <laughs> you know you, you could see someone like this either presenting on a news show or walking around on a debate stage and she looks at the three of you first at virginia because you sort of just ran in here a bit ramshankily and then uh who who came in second? I think Buzz does. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Hyena last, and she eyes you, Hyena, and says, uh, could you please close the door behind you? Sure thing. I'm going to take a look to see if like there's anybody out there first, and then we're just going to close the door. All right. Uh, all of you have a seat. Virginia sits on the floor immediately. Madam Mayor, do you mind if I record? You know, for posterity. Yes, please don't record this. I, How familiar please. are you? Oh, don't. Please don't. Oh. Yes. Okay, yes. This is a highly sensitive civilian action committee meeting. She looks to you, Buzz. Are you from Dr. Tackleman's office? Y- yes. Yes. Oh, you you are. You're uh, a scientist. I am. And my, uh, I look down at my lanyard and read very obviously, I am Virginia Delphi. See? Okay. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, I am glad that the university sent you over here. Um, so what I am going to tell you is a highly sensitive mission. Uh, Virginia here is a highly trained scientist from the the university, and she will be taking lead on this. Are all of you familiar with some of the expanded territory that has fallen into the Columbus purview? Virginia did not hear the question. Her eyes went wide and she just panicked quietly. 
I've traveled on the edges every once in a while, but uh, never too far out. Obviously, yes, I know all about it. However, I think your perspective would be incredibly valuable. Right, Jeff, thank you. So the city of Marysville has gone on to a full blackout about three months ago, and we have been looking to find out what happened. Every group that we have sent in to find out what has happened has vanished, and it seems like they are vanishing as sort of this blackout area grows further and further. Radio signals seem to not go through, and frankly, it is a big enough problem that we're planning to eradicate the entire area because we don't know what is out there, but other members of the Council of Columbus would like to try one more time on a purely reconnaissance-based mission. So in a few days on Columbus Day, so in about four days from now, we are going to have one of our remaining Enclave planes fly over with a massive barrage of explosives. You have until that time to try and prepare and then explore what you can find out and if you find some way to stop whatever is causing the mysterious blackout, let us know and we will not have to eradicate what presumably may be not a major problem, but you never know. There's all sorts of things out there. Any questions? Um, so this one's our scientific expertise. Yes, she is a member of the the university. Uh, Which university is that? The uh, the university. That's Sorry. where I'm from. The the university. Yes. That's my, that's my house. Oh, this is this is going to be There are all sorts of very eccentric scientists, I'm sure, between the gladiatorial events and fights for tenure. So I I am sure that she has a truly enlightened mind that may just be slightly eccentric. Well, if uh, you have any experience in the gladiatorial pits, at least uh, maybe you can be able to keep oh. yourself alive a little oh. bit. Oh, oh no, no, I wasn't allowed to compete. Um, I, I um, wasn't good enough to get in the pits. Okay, okay. But my, but my older brother, well, he was good enough to get in the pit, but he didn't win in the pit. Uh, my condolences, ma'am. I'm not too bothered about it. I didn't know him. Oh, well. He was kind of mean. Um, 
Well. Okay, so first question we got. Um, is is there like any like thing that we could be able to like any point of interest that uh, we can particularly look at, or is it just like whatever we find? I'm the mayor. My job here is sending people to do things. Uh, if it will help you, I do have full access passes to the entire city for the three of you. Which I know for a ghoul like you is very important. Yes. Yes, it is. I can exactly see how... Okay. Alright. Okay. I'll play this game. I'll do this. Uh, have a nice day. Can I call the Institute before I go? Is there a way to do that? Uh, yes. I believe the Institute has a office here in the building. Okay. I'll need to do that before I go anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If I can just... Uh, this is blackout. Mm-hmm. You say three months ago it just it just happened? Uh, we lost contact with Marysville around that time. Sure. And no other no other background, no hmm. What else can you tell us about that? Uh, we do know that uh, there is a few organizations that had uh, activity there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the uh, Red Arrows had a preserve. Uh, there was a Librarian Federation outpost there. But uh, beyond that... Uh, it's outside of Columbus proper borders, so it's not generally my concern until people start vanishing. And about how many people would you confirm for me have vanished? That uh, that we have sent in there? Uh, uh, holistically. I mean, are we talking population there? Because they, they're not from the city. They don't do a good job looking after the numbers. I understand. I understand what you're saying, Madam Mayor. Only the good people of Columbus have uh, the market cornered on mathematics. I agree. Um, It's true. People here are real good at counting. Which is why you can tell me how many people have disappeared. Just for my idle curiosity. She... Did she say, like... Did she say... That she sent? She did. She thinks for a second. Um, a million? I'm I'm not very good at numbers. I'm I'm not here for numbers. One million people. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Very helpful. Thank you again, Madam Mayor. Yes, I hope to have some of your votes. I'm not entirely sure who can vote. I'm sure I can. I don't see why I can't. I have an ID. 
And you're a scientist. I have an idea in my picture and my name are on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So. If science experiment can be able to vote before I do, that's that's going to be something. Not that I tried. Anyway, it's good talking to you, Mayor. Virginia is just sweating furiously. So, um, just one last thing. Where do we get... I assume, you know, we're traveling to Marysville. Will we get a uh, vehicle? Maybe some uh, defensive gear? Surely, you know, with the disappearances, there's got to be some sort of provision for us to defend ourselves if something happens. I mean, you've got a a librarian with you. I'm sure she can get you all the way out to plane city and then it's i'm only a... i'm pretty much your defense system there sweater vest but uh if you're if you're looking for other things i know there's some other representatives around here and uh you know have have some money and she pulls out her wallet and just gives each of you a hundred dollars okay all right, I'm going to have to walk next to you guys more often if it gets me money. <laughs> Virginia very carefully tries to tuck that $100 into her lanyard. <laughs> it's like one of those little plastic ones. That's right. um, I appreciate okay. your time. Vote Cooper. Yes. Virginia gives a little thumbs up. They're not confident thumbs up. <laughs> okay, I really probably should call the Institute. I gotta, I, I gotta. But yeah, no, she definitely needs to call the Institute because they told her to come here. They did not give her further instructions. All right, so I open the door and lead everybody back out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... You do notice that there are several representative offices of the different groups that make up the Columbus Council. So the the university, the Defense Corps, the Librarian Federation, the Center, the Enclave, all of these have uh, offices if you want to check out any of them. Uh, Virginia recognizes the... Uh the uh, institute's uh, emblem and rushes towards it uh yeah there is a big v that is like it's the word the and then a weirdly oval shaped v like someone did a weird uh text wrap of the letters t-h-e and then university underneath that (laughs) on the office door and you come inside and there's a Kind of just handsome but slightly beleaguered looking man sitting at an office and he looks up as you are uh, coming in. Oh yeah, how how are you doing, Dame? Can I help you with anything? Uh, Virginia thrusts her lanyard that's still on her neck forward. It's like, I need to call the ins- Dr. Ta- Dr. Tackleman and uh, Sue Marshall Right now. 
I think you mean Dr. Tackle Zan and Sue Zarshal. You gotta learn. I mean, uh, you're you're a new faculty member, I assume, at the university, at the the university. I just wrote down what they told me to say. Can I call them, please? Here's my ID. That's my photo. Look, it looks uh-huh. like me. It does. Yeah, here's here's a phone for you. All right, uh, Virginia is going to anxiously call them so. She can get further instructions because she does not know what she's supposed to do right now. So she desperately needs to ask some questions. And she has the phone number written down? Yes. On the All back right. of her little lanyard thing. All right. We will make our first check. Okay. Of the game. Oh boy, so oh this boy. is going to be a straight computers check with oh no. no difficulty. So computers, that's intel. Oh no, that's intelligent. Or intellect. Uh-huh. So it's that's a one. So I'd roll one of the green. Yes. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rolling the dice. Two successes. Uh, yeah, you put in the number correctly. <laughs> uh, hello, the, the University Dr. Tackleson's lab. This is Virginia Delphi. I, I made it to the building. I... I got here, but they want me to go do a thing. Do I do the thing or do I come back? Uh, oh, oh, this is the, the mayor's task, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, you should go and do whatever the mayor says. Really? Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. It, it can't be anything too important. Otherwise, they would have sent an actual scientist. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> just hangs up and glumly joins the other two uh, excuse me dame yes. are you uh interested in doing some work for the uh university i already work for the university well how would you like to get rewarded i don't know sure well, you said you had some friends out there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bring them in. Bring them in. Okay. Virginia pops her head out the door. He's like, "You, you two, come in here, please." Both shrugs and then just like walks inside cautiously. Hyena will also shrug and do the same. All right, folks. How you doing? Theo Zorro, head of uh, Columbus and the the University Relations. How are y'all doing? Just as much as anybody else any other day. What? What's going on? What What do you need help with? Well, uh, we got a rumor that a uh, mutant Wolverine is going to be released <laughs> on the campus. And obviously, that's going to be all sorts of problems. So, uh, if you're able to, uh, you know, look into this thing for uh, old Theo, I can uh, help you get onto the Dean's list if you're catching what I'm putting down. I mean, look, I'm not going to try to one-on-one this thing, but, like, 
yeah, if there's money involved. Do you know how big a wolverine is? They're like twice, three times my size. <laughs> I don't know if you personally have seen the thing, but if, if that's the case, then you, and everything's got to die somewhere. There's there's a die button on everything. You just got to find out how to shoot it. Okay. Um, what is the uh, the timeline for this? Because we, are, as you may know, on a uh, time sensitive task from the mayor's office. Listen, uh, we got the big Columbus Day thing going on on Monday, but uh, chances are they're going to release it at probably, if not tonight at whatever's going down, uh, probably tomorrow. Tomorrow seems like they'd have a lot of people around the campus. Why would they do this? Because it's the rivalry with Zichigan. <laughs> I'll do what y'all do. I I mean, I, I'll, I never really understand the eggheads at the, the university. Um, yeah. But if it's if if it pays, it pays. So uh, we'll we'll put it on the back burner if we're able to do it. Okay, if it ends up killing us, sorry. Why? Uh, what 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 sort of big business you got doing? I mean, like I got a regular gig, man. I gotta go check in with them really quick. Hey, if that's what you gotta do, go ahead. And uh. I'll point out he never actually said anything about money. He said we'd quote unquote get on the dean's list, and honestly, that makes me uncomfortable. Oh, oh, I, uh, I thought uh, well dressed, handsome lad like you would know what the uh, dean's list might be. He uh, pulls out a large binder and drops it on the table. <laughs> And as he opens it up, you see it is a variety of technology ranging from weaponry to gadgets to robots. The Dean's List. These are some of the things that the Dean has found to be highly valuable and uh, well-designed. So your proposition is that in exchange for terminating a scientific experiment gone awry, we will be rewarded with a scientific experiment gone awry. Yeah. Well, we'll see if we can make time for that. <laughs> hey, sounds good. And, uh, you know, if you don't get it done in time, I, I'm i assuming you don't worry too much about guilt. You're the one who asked us to do it instead of somebody more competent and capable. She's a scientist. I mean, I'm a pretty, like, pretty well known among the librarians. I mean, I'm not for nothing. Is that something scientists do? Yeah. In my experience, they just bother animals. Well, uh, this is just a case of bothering something until it stops moving. Sometimes you gotta do that. Sometimes a 
Bad animal. Anyway, I'm, I'm stop talking about animals. With that. Okay. Let's uh, let's go. If uh, if you two don't mind, I do have uh, another place to check into that might be interested inside of our little project. Of course. I got. I yeah. Of course. Wherever y'all go is where I'm going. Thank you for your time, Mister Dean. Theo. Theo Zoro. Sure. I won't remember that. Ring a ding. And uh, yeah, so the four of you are back into the hallway. Hyena, where do you want to head? Uh, I would like to head down to the. Uh, I gotta check in with my library pals. So there is a library office here, or you could head down to the library headquarters. Uh, I do believe this is something that I might want to check in with the headquarters official. All right. So the uh, three of you head out, and there's a loud crowd uh, waiting and looking at a sign, and it's maybe like a good 15-minute walk over to the uh, Library Federation headquarters in what had been the uh, downtown Columbus Public Library. Really quick, I want to go ahead and ask... uh... Hey, Sweater Vest, uh, really didn't get your name or your story earlier. Um, oh, um, sure, yeah. I, my apologies. Uh, my name is Buzz Brickman. And uh, as you can see here, I've got my tape recorder with me. I am uh, fixing to start a proper radio station here in town. And um, my plan is to report the news and get it on these tapes so that when we're ready to go, I have stuff to put on the air. Oh. Well, I hope we uh, break a big story for you here. Um, Really curious, by the by, I know that you were doing what you could to be very good uh, about our meeting, and I think that I was just curious inside of your own for your own preservation, if you had recorded any of that conversation earlier. A hundred percent of it. Oh, okay. Great. I might end up needing that. Sure thing. Anything to help. Uh, and you are... I, I So rude. Did not get your name. Obviously, Virginia needs <clears throat> no introduction. Oh, um... I go by the handle hyena. Oh, well. Uh, perhaps one day the two of us will get cool names also. Uh, pleasure to make your acquaintance, hyena. And uh, Buzz holds a hand out. I mean, you can shake my hand, but like it's going to leave a smell, buddy. Well, I mean, Smells aren't the worst things. Sure, yeah. And I think like Buzz will go ahead and shake hyena's hand. Hyena will remember that. and speaking of smells uh can i get a perception check from uh you amanda okay a perception check so that would be cn so that's cunning four Mm -hmm. um rank two so then i would roll do two greens and two yellows Mm -hmm. and we'll toss in a purple dice because ghouls have a smell Okay. Purple dice. Roll dice. Three successes, two advantages. All right. 
So you smell something delicious cooking in the air as you are heading over. And it turns out to be uh, the famous Tom Burger restaurants. Uh, this is their uh, original location. And, uh, you know, the, the sweet smell of fast food. Oh, that's Possum's favorite shit. And she's already la like laser focused in that direction. Probably started drooling just a little. Well, if you'd like to stop in, you are free, or y'all can head on to the library. I mean, if it's gonna be something that they want, and it is something that I have noted that uh, smooth skins still like to eat. So, oh, I do like to eat. I just I don't wanna do things without permission. Uh, I mean, it's cool with me if it's cool with your dad. My what? Yeah, I was just joking about who you're on the phone with. Come on, let's go. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And so the three of you head into the Tom Burger headquarters, which, you know, it, it it's very quaint. It, it, is, it has that feeling of like, oh, if your grandparents were decorating a restaurant... Or like coming up with an aesthetic. This is what it would be. Like none of the music is very loud or <laughs> recognizable. Uh, there's a TV that weirdly just has some grainy sports footage on it. And uh, there's also a lot of pictures because this is the original Tom Burger headquarters. Uh, yeah, you have the opportunity to go and buy some fresh burgers and fries and shakes and whatever else you're in the mood for wait a second food costs money and i have money i can get food the normal way ah welcome to tom burger how can i help you uh burger how uh -huh. much is burger uh that's that's going to be two dollars Okay, important question. What kind of denominations did I get that $100 in? Uh, it is literally a hundo dollar bill. Uh, okay, you're going to have to break this in pieces. Okay, I, yeah, I can do that. Unlike many other locations, because Columbus was not hit with a direct nuclear strike, they still have dollars in circulation and never went on to the caps. Oh. Mm-hmm. And because they they didn't have that much of an economic downfall, you could pay with the one hundred dollar bill inside of a fast food restaurant. <laughs> you can't do that today in the real world. Not without really mean looks from waitstaff. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, uh, and just a, just a burger. Anything else? I mean. What more? A burger is more than anyone could ever want. Fries? Like drinks? Chili? Yes. One one of each? Yes. Uh, what, what, what drink would you like? Good water? Ah, uh, okay. That's, that, okay, that is, I gotta admit that, that's something. All right. Um, <laughs> you know what? This one's on me. This is hilarious. <laughs> okay. Um, me and uh, what? What was your name, Delphi? 
Um, Virginia. Okay. Me and Virginia, my new best friend, are going to have one of everything. Oh, okay. Uh, he starts rapidly just putting all of the orders of one of everything into the computer. This stuff lasts forever. You can be able to put this stuff inside of your backpack and then just like snack on it like when you go. I mean, like I don't know if it's going to taste good or not because I don't really have too much in the in the line of taste buds, but that's it's still pretty good for later. Most things most things taste good, but they do taste real good when they're warm. I'm going to say Buzz is just kind of hanging back and just recording this. <laughs> Oh, to see the dark world where YouTube was a thing that inspired Buzz instead. Instead of this heartwarming tale of a ghoul teaching a white person how to eat. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so all in all, it is going to cost you $25 to get one of everything on the menu. Alrighty, well, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll pay for that just myself. I mean, you're you're free to for any of it too, Buzz. If you want to like take a bite of something. Um, I um, I eat before I I came down here. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm good. Thank you. Why would someone say no to food? I mean, like. I know for me, my whole thing is a little bit different, but... Okay. See, where, where, where I'm from, you get what you can get. Uh, you, uh, you can Louis, take a seat if you'd like. Oh, okay. Louise Brickman says if I eat too much fast food, it's gonna mess with my stomach. Okay, I'll take that to heart. Um, I don't know if there's anything else we can really be able to do here besides eat. So I, if you if you want to take this meal on the road, we can do that. But if uh, the guy behind the counter wants to give us a side mission so we can be able to unlock, <laughs> I don't know, I guess the uniform for Tom Burger. <laughs> That's when a old man who looks like the mascot drawn on <laughs> comes out and you... Actually, no, none of you, I assume, watch TV, so none of you would recognize Thomas Davids. Absolutely not. No. Well, here's all of your food. Uh, did I did I hear you say you're looking for a mission of some sort? Oh, please, no. Because... You know what? You know what, burger vendor? Sure. Oh. Let's at least hear you out. What, 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 what's would you need is there uh, a problem with the grease trap no i need a hand with corporate espionage okay i wasn't expecting that holy shit okay you see our our rivals at ivory keep burgers have some new burger plan in the works we i'm willing to pay you good money and food to uh to find out what their secret is and to give it to me you know what if you throw in one of the paper hats for my friend with the cool scar yeah definitely why would food people fight when you can put all your food together and have all the food 
we're, we're going to have to teach you a little bit about capitalism and how it ruined things. But let's just say that if we if we listen in and we get this secret, you can have many more burgers. All right. Okay. You had me at many. Oh, no, we don't have mini burgers. They have the mini burgers over there. What? Ivory Keep has very tiny burgers. Anyways, enjoy your meal, and if you find out what the secret is, please let me know. Why would you be... Why would... Why would you have to compete with people who make smaller burgers, smaller burgers, or worse burgers? But you eat more of them. And they're cheaper to buy. Oh. That's do, why you're not eating here. Do you know what? Do you know what the secret is, young man? You're dressed very well there. I am. I. I don't. Um, but if we find it out, I'm. You'll be the first to know, sir. Mister Burger, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to make a? Uh, do you want to make a negotiation check? <laughs> do. I want to make a negotiation check. I do not have that skill. So Can I make a negotiation check specifically to try to get a paper hat for... Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can yes, I, can. like, aid Hyena on this? <laughs> yes, yes. How would that roll go? Would, would, uh, would Jeff have to roll first and then, like, that would affect my role, or what? What's up with uh, that? No, I believe you just get a boost. Is that correct, Jeff? That, I believe that's correct. Yes. So, uh, actually, uh, you're you're trying to get a hat. I mean, I I'm looking for more of a. Do you want to try and read this person thing? If you want to ask for a hat, you can just ask for a hat. <laughs> oh, you know what? Hmm. I'll go ahead and I'll make this this negotiation check, <laughs> Luke. Um. I'm going to go ahead and uh, use one of my talents. Ooh, and this will have one difficulty on it. Uh, this is proper upbringing. When your character makes a social skill check in polite company, they may suffer a number of strain to use this talent to add an equal number of advantage to the check. The number may not exceed ranks in this talent. So I'm going to be rolling... That is three successes and two advantages. So he's definitely like he's already gotten the hat because he heard that you wanted it. And, you know, every meal at Tom Burger needs to be special. But uh, he also seems like he'd probably believe anything that you would tell him. (laughs) All right. Hmm. So I kind of corner him away from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Sir, I didn't want to tell you in front of everybody else because I don't really want the word to get out. But, um... Yes. The future is chicken sandwiches. <laughs> they're, they're going to make chicken sandwiches at Ivory Keep? They're going to be making them everywhere in ten years. No. <laughs> I'm afraid it's true. I've looked at the trends, the research, the numbers are all there. It's chicken. Mm-hmm. Or, real I mean, chicken. I wink at him and I'm like, things that seem like they could pass for chicken. 
that's where the the economics of it all kick in. I see. I see. So, thank you, young man. Can this is this is going to be very important. It will save my business. I I really appreciate that. Can I give you some sort of reward? I I promised you something, but I am I'll. I can't. Whatever you think that information is worth, I'll happily accept. He rummages through uh, the back office and then he comes with a large bag that is filled with a kind of tannish goop inside. Here you go, son. This will this will help you if you ever get too stressed or strained or anything. It's a it's a freezy bag. Thank you kindly, sir. And when I get back, maybe you and I should have a conversation about how to boost your brand with radio advertising. I'm not sure what that means, but that might be a good idea too. Well, it's another way that you could beat Ivory Keep. Good to know. I think I'm going to focus on fresh. All of our stuff is fresh. You can just see us kill it in the restaurant in front of you. That's how you know it's real meat. Fantastic, sir. Now, I don't want to hold my friends up, but we'll talk again soon. Yes. All right. And the bag that you have, which is essentially just a large plastic container of frosty will give you a uh, bonus on healing strain. Excellent. <laughs> and uh, so after getting some food, and I assume some of y'all are eating on the way. Absolutely. Yep. I, I'm just imagining you just eating chili without a spoon while walking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can drink chili fries if you just know how to tilt it, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And so you make your way to the Library and Federation headquarters, which is a beautiful building that uh, also just has... It looks like it is fortified for military purposes on the outside, so there's sandbags, there's a few howitzers. Uh, you see, like, some heavily armored vehicles that are parked on the lawn of this like three-story sort of like classic Roman design on one part and then like modernist architecture in the back building. And a uh, another person wearing a librarian uniform stops the three of you. What can I do for you? Yeah, I gotta come in really quick first with some uh, very important information that the higher-ups might want to hear about. Hyena, what do you got this time? I got some info on a place that uh, might not be around for much longer, so I kind of want to discuss if there's any possible assets still there. You know, things that might uh, be late for being checked in on. All right, all right. The... Smooth skins there with you. Yeah, they're they're pretty uh they're pretty harmless. They're actually uh 
that sweater vest one right over there is pretty, uh, pretty all right. And the other one's mouth is just coated with <laughs> viscera. Honestly, like, it's not the worst. I'm like, like, by comparison, I end up feeling a little bit, you know, less gross. All right. Drop them in the kitty stacks and before you go, go on out. And uh, you are able to head into the library, which is a beautiful atrium with like three floors. And there is a quote unquote kitty section that's <laughs> filled with like all of the kids books and comfy chairs that has been turned into the waiting room of the library. Now, uh, I think uh, you two might ought to just stay here for right now. I'm going to be doing some. Uh, big girl work. I uh, just need you to sit by, maybe check out our highlights. Uh, it won't be long. You, uh, you got it. Also, for any lawyers who are listening, highlights is spelled a way that is not <laughs> copyright infringing. A legally distinct magazine for kids. Based in Ohio. <laughs> I assume there's like a comfortable... It's a kid's section. There's got to be a beanbag chair. Yeah, there's many beanbag chairs. That is where Possum is going to exist. Just like curled up in a beanbag chair. I mean, not Possum. I mean, Virginia. (laughs) All right. Hyena, you head up to meet Stein, who is the head of the librarian headquarters. And he's a tall ghoul. Like, very big, broad shoulders. A real piece of beef. <laughs> Rotten beef, but, you know, beef. <laughs> and he is uh, at a desk right now, sort of just flipping through magazines. Hyena approaches, you know, a bit quietly before uh, taking a seat just right in front of him without really just pretty much a a sense of respect but like also not fear you know just pretty much like we were first name basis right over here mm-hmm. he uh finishes pulling a bullet out of one of the magazines and then he uh gets up and looks at you stein i have some very good info that I think that you might want to know about. Yeah. Yeah, you know Marysville. Mm-hmm. Just right out of town. Um, some stuff has happened down over there, and I've been commissioned by the mayor to find out exactly what, but there's also some word that it might be, uh, might not be standing very much longer if you know what I mean yeah we stopped circulation out there I uh I heard that but I was wondering if uh if one person was to go out there I was just wondering if there was any intel on some maybe some high valued literature that you know might be a little bit too important to just let go (sighs) Are you looking for an extra excuse to go digging around there, hyena? 
listen, it's treasure hunting each time. I know that there are still some things in there and yeah, things like might not exist because of the weather and everything, but it's it's fun. Isn't it fun? Like I, some of the stuff that I brought you last time was actually pretty good. You do good work, Hyena, but you know Cooper. Cooper vanished heading out there. And I mean, you're, you're very good at what you do, Hyena. No, no pissing in your tea. But Cooper went missing. Barrelmaker went missing. Steve Jones went missing. If if you've got some other mission, I, I mean, I'm I'm not saying that uh, there's not likely some important books out there, and that uh, I'd like to get them back in circulation. But they went out there for something, and I'm gonna be going out there anyway. If there's something that I could be able to find before that place becomes a crater, I want to be able to know that they went out there and didn't come back for a reason. I don't want it to just be like just a hole that gets buried. Okay, okay. Yeah, if you can make it out there and you can find their uh, wagon, see what resources they got, see what books you can bring back, and that's great. I mean, I'm it's not the biggest concern right now. You, you've been hearing what's been happening out near Ghoultown. I mean, only whispers. We have had three convoys attacked in the last month. And we are losing books out there. And no idea who's doing it. If, if you're willing to risk everything and wanted to accompany a convoy out to the Westland branch, uh, that would be directly helpful. I'd love to do that kind of work. Um, mm -hmm. Sitting out there as a moving target where everybody can be able to see it, the, the clear target painted on my back. Um, but you, you know the mayor. Yeah, I know the mayor. Mayor don't know me from you. Yeah, that's true, but they're dangling a pass right in front of me, and I don't know if I'm strong enough to ignore that. Well, if you, uh... If you do get out there, or if you got the uh, time, just let me know. You know, us librarians, we like to keep things in circulation, be they people or books. Alrighty, I'll keep my eyes open. Fair enough. And I leave to go back to the kitty section to pick up my kids. <laughs> and so the question is, you've got uh, like two major opportunities right now, or do you want to go take a look at the city and see if there's something that interests all of you? Possum's just sort of... Bah, oh, well, who cares? Uh, <laughs> Virginia's sort of just following them until we get to the city and then come back. So she's being rather reactive at the moment. Mm -hmm. I might have some work for us doing some other things if you guys want to tag along, but 
I understand if you just want to see about getting this work with the mayor done first, and I really wouldn't want to drag you up inside of library business if you're not up to it. We're kind of a close-knit group. I mean, You're exactly sounds, right. It sounds more <laughs> worthwhile than pursuing some burger secrets. I don't know. There's there's something about that other burger place that I'm kind of curious, but I don't want to also find out that their secret is people. There's also the Wolverine that may be unleashed. That's true, mysterious voice in the sky. <laughs> All I'm supposed to do is do what the mayor told me. I, um, I don't know, man. All right, if it's gonna, if if we're just gonna work up with the mayor right now, that's totally fine. The sooner we get out of there and find out what's up, the better. Because I don't want to end up going out there too late and getting caught in whatever Columbus Day special they got going. Yeah. I'm concerned about that too. Um, and also, if that Wolverine is as big as Virginia says it is, I'm not going to be effective against that thing. Oh, no, few things are. All right, well. I saw one topple a trash can. I'm really starting to doubt the size that you've mentioned before but I'll also I've been wrong before so I'm not gonna chance being corrected uh, I have a did, lot of questions either way yeah <laughs> did either of you need to go see if we need to shop for anything if you wanted some I don't know um, uh, I got food in the backpack that you got me I kind of want to make sure that I have something to defend myself with. I mean, you've got one bat and there's three of us. The The math on that doesn't seem real good. Oh, I got guns. She's got guns. She has guns. Yeah, they got guns. They put it in my backpack. Uh, okay. Well, I definitely feel like maybe I need... Where, where can I get a gun? Well, it's funny you mention that because... A very yoked-looking guy who's also sitting on a beanbag further up looks up from his uh, book that he is reading. He's like, you looking to get some guns, bro? Um... Yeah. Uh, strange eavesdropper? Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, you, you had a lull in your, like, talking, dude. So I, I, I figured the great cosmic circle of getting ripped brought me to you. Oh, this is going to be good. Hey, spaceman. Uh, we're looking for a gat. What you got? Okay. So uh, I'm, I'm here to deal with some fines, but... Uh, you know about the building grounds. Because that's over near the North Market. So if you headed up there, you can probably find whatever you need at the North Market. And if you're looking to get some guns like these, building grounds are going to get you. 
I guess more of like a metal tube that you know is rifled and fires a bullet out of it when a small explosion happens. Yeah, yeah, no, they got those over at the North Market. They got everything there. Well, uh, I appreciate your help, and good luck with those fines, mysterious Ripped Man. My name's Chad Riftman. Chad Riftman. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, Chad, I guess we'll probably see you around because you have a name. I do. I also have two children. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess don't have them go anywhere near the university for a couple of days. Oh no! Uh, why? What's going to What's going to happen there? Nothing. I have no idea, honestly. Ah, because me and my husband were going to go over there and bring our kids. Oh, wolverines can eat children in one bite. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Okay. Yeah. Just maybe check the weather. Maybe the weather will be bad. I guess I, I always thought that bad weather was more of a personality choice. <laughs> Anyways, my numbers got called up, so uh have a have a good time getting guns and getting ripped. Ah, you too. Bra? Bra. Sure. And Chad walks away. He reminds me of a gorilla I knew. That you... I'm not gonna ask. Let's go to the northern markets and and get you something to not die with. That sounds fantastic. Should, uh... Should we reconsider the Wolverine thing? Uh, listen. Wolverines come and go, but this, uh... Marysville is, uh gone in four days so good point all right so let's head to the northern market i don't know i'd hate for his children to be eaten by a wolverine i bet he would hate that too and uh so the trio heads to the north market which is this sort of classic two-story brown brick building and Outside of the building, leading onto the inside, are just dozens of tents that have been set up here. Tents and booths, and uh, they are selling everything. Like, there's people dealing with weapons out here. Uh, There's a guy who has something called the Sloppy Joe Challenge. Uh, There's fancy ice cream. You know, a bit of everything. I'm going to look at some of these weapons being sold. Hello, sir. Can I help you find a weapon today? Um, yeah, sure. I want to, uh, and I like lean in conspiratorially. I want to purchase a gun. (laughs) (laughs) He leans in. Good. 
<laughs> well, it seems like fate has brought us together. Fallout. Kismet. <laughs> Too true. What's the uh what's the best gun that you have? Well, what sort of uh things are you going to be dealing with? Well, I don't rightly know, but I just kind of yeah. let's say a wolverine. And I wink. <laughs> You see his brow kind of just furrow and vibrate for a second. The wink made it so much more confusing. <laughs> you mean someone from the the university up there? Uh, I shrug and then like raise a finger to my lips. If you need to kill a man, I mean, I, we, we got all sorts of things for that. How much money you got on you? I've got a um, hundred dollars. A hundred American dollars. And if you're open to barter, uh-huh. I put the big sack of Frosty down on the, down on the table. Freezy is legally distinct from Frosty, we, Jeff. We can't you. keep getting sued. <laughs> I um put down the big sack of legally distinct frozen beverage. It's not a beverage, it's a sockwit. <laughs> it's technically a plasma because it is neither <laughs> liquid or gas or something. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Alright. Uh you seem like a man who looks for the better things in life. You want something with a with class and panache. Something that says, I'm going to shoot you, but only because I respect you. <laughs> you're you're getting all of that from the vibe I'm giving you right now? Yes. Well, you want something that you can hide underneath your sweater vest and pull out because someone has mistaken you for a coward. What you need is a magnum revolver. And he pulls a magnum revolver off the table pops out the uh, cartridge and just spins it around so it makes a sound as it spins. That is a uh, large handgun. If you think this is what I need, you're the expert. Um, how much is this going to set me back? Listen, I'll, I'll give you 40 rounds of ammo with this thing for that... Uh, Hundred bucks you got in your freezy pack. That's that's a good deal for you, mate. Can I do, I think, a negotiation check here? See if you can get that down. Yeah, or if nothing else, just to see if this is like actually a good deal, or if he is BSing me. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah. Um, negotiation seems fine for that. What is the difficulty? Uh, that is... You don't know anything about guns, do you? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be a uh, two difficulty with one setback. Oh. All right. Let's uh, let's see how this goes. It goes badly. I get one failure. You think that you are being taken advantage of. Look, I get the impulse to try and take advantage of every rube that walks into the market, but I'm a smart guy, buddy, and I don't know (laughs) that you're going to want to mess around with me. I have powerful friends out here. (laughs) Cut to possum (laughs) staring at the Sloppy Joe challenge. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Uh, I I see you're a... uh... You're a very smart customer. He hands you a 9mm. This packs all the gun power that gun I was showing you before into an even smaller gun. Same price. You're getting a good deal. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for your help today. <laughs> Anytime. And you have changed. You have traded your freezy pack <laughs> for a small hand pistol. I am dropping these stats into the disco. Thank you. All right. And anything else that people want to do before we wrap up this first episode? There's that sloppy Joe stand. I if I mean if if Virginia is not going to sign up for that, I think that. Um, Hyena will sign Virginia up for that. Oh. Oh, boy. Don't know. I'm gonna be honest, that's not... Virginia might like food. But anything with, like, the word challenge in it probably isn't great. Come on, science. How are you ladies doing? We are doing great. I just saw that there was a challenge for the Sloppy Joes. I don't know what that means at all, but my friend here is a scientist and is very keen on experimenting. Aren't you, Virginia? Uh... That means yes. Okay. Well, we've got a famous sandwich here. And if you are able to eat it and hold it down for 10 minutes after eating the entire thing, you don't only get that meal for free. I'll hook you up with a few stem packs. Wait, just a sandwich? Uh-huh, just a sandwich. Just a normal sandwich. Oh yeah, it's a famous Sloppy it's, Joe sandwich. It's not garbage. No. It's not poison. No. What is special? You can't eat this? Yeah, you can eat it. Why is it a ch- Fine, I'll eat your weird sandwich. Alright, that's going to be $10 to buy into this thing. Alright, I'll, okay. I'll... Yeah, I'll buy it in for again. No, I can... No, I can do this one. I, what's challenging about a sandwich? Okay. 
and he turns back and starts uh he takes out a massive bun about the size of a pizza and just starts ladling sloppy joe onto this thing and then puts on a top bun and turns around with this about five pound sloppy joe sandwich it's just a lot of sandwich oh my god this is gonna be so good it's just a lot of sandwich it's not poison sandwich no no it's my special recipe We've been doing these ever since we stopped learning how to make burgers that stick together all the way. <laughs> well, those are all overrated. I know. We, we don't need to know solid meat. We're fine with our loose meat, our plasma meat. All right. I assume I got to do a roll for this. Yeah. All right. What would this be? <laughs> all right. So. Roll to mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> Virginia was not about a challenge until she was insulted by the simplicity of just eating food. (laughs) This is going to be a resilience check. Resilience. Three difficulty. So uh, that is something I have a a career in in two ranks. Uh huh. And that is going to be based on brawn. Okay, so that's a two. Mm-hmm. So I would do. Sorry, two I'm trying yellow. to remember. Two yellow? Mm-hmm. And then you said two difficulty? Uh, three purple. Three purple. And then because we have established you have been eating, yeah, uh, yes. add on a setback dice for that. <laughs> oh boy. So two yellow, three purple, one black. Okay, mm-hmm. and then roll. <laughs> oh no! Uh, the end result is one failure and one threat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does Possum stop or get horribly sick? If she starts to feel bad, she's going to stop. Yeah, I think you get maybe halfway through that sandwich and your belly is full in a way that it has never been full before. Awful. <laughs> Well, once again, the challenge has taken another victim. Feel free to come back in the future, and I I can box that up if you want. Please? He goes and, like, chops it up into chunks and then puts them into small boxes and hands them to you. I mean, it's not a- this isn't the worst day I've ever had. I've never eaten this much food before. I have a backpack full of food. I just... I didn't know this was possible. And Hyena, is there anything you want to do here or anything you're on the lookout for? I mean, I'm kind of on the fence about taking the challenge myself. (laughs) (laughs) What do y'all think? Do it. Do it. Oh, no. Do it. Do it. You can have my half. I I mean, like, just looking at it right now, I have three brawn, but I have no resilience. I'm gonna do it. Woo! You're so brave. All right. So, uh, that is just going to be the three difficulty for you since you have not made poor eating choices. (laughs) Okay, I have four successes and three threats. (laughs) 
you are going to have some bad gas because of this. And, like, some of that meat got stuck in places that it's going to be hard to clean out. Because ghouls, they're great. They're wonderful. Like radioactive farts? But, uh, yeah, no, you you easily ate this sandwich. Probably because you haven't had a full meal in a while because you just don't need to. Whoa. Oh, oh, okay. This is this is going to uh I mean I'm I'm gonna keep it down, but like it's not gonna be this isn't gonna be pleasant later for probably any of us. No, no, but uh I I respect your valor in the face of adversity, ma'am. And here's your ten dollars back, and here are three stim packs for you. Awesome. A t shirt. <laughs> no, I, I said three stim packs and ten dollars. A t shirt. Awesome. <laughs> I don't have any t shirts. Why do you have a challenge if you don't? Okay, give me your stim packs then. We'll work on the t shirt later. Maybe when we get to Marysville, we can find a screen print. I mean, there's some guys there that are. Selling some city-themed shirts that just say "Umbus" because they they thought that was a cool way to uh, abbreviate the name. And there was uh, three stem packs. Yep. Okay. And I believe you sh- still should have seventy-five American dollars. I should. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so you all sort of rejoin after next time we will see what happens as we get closer to Columbus <laughs> Day and whatever dark future awaits next time on Established Property Playhouse. <laughs> Hi, my name is Luke Hare and you can find most of what I do online at LukeHare.com That's L-U-K-E H-E-R-R dot com or you can follow my Twitter at at Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Established Property Playhouse, Fallout Columbus is a fan-made adventure played using the Genesis system from Fantasy Flight Games, along with bits from several other Fallout campaign settings, most primarily the one developed by Phil Mayuski. Our theme song is by Jay Ackley. His music and other projects can be found at jayackley.com. That's J-A-Y-A-C-K-L-E-Y.com. The introduction was performed by Mark Benke. You can find on Twitter at DigitalDissect1. D-I-G-I-T-A-L-D-I-S-S-E-C-T-1. My name is Janine. Uh, you can be able to find me on Twitter at Janine Juliet. I am also one of the hosts of My Favorite Pokemon, a Pokemon podcast where I sit down with a cool trainer to talk about their favorite Pokemon. I don't think that I'm on anything else. Am I? <laughs> Luke, am I on anything else? Not that I'm I, aware of. I think this is it right now. Yeah. Hi, my name is Jeff. You can find me on Twitter over at the other Jeff, <laughs> and I have absolutely nothing else to plug except for my occasionally entertaining tweets. 
Please follow me. I need the followers. It gives me serotonin. (laughs) And uh, I'm Amanda. I make comic books. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Amanda Gaff a day as an A-M-A-N-D-A-G-A-F-F-E-A-D-A-Y. As the name implies, I mess up daily. Um, And I sometimes tweet funny things. This arc will be posting on Mondays until it's over. At the time of recording this, I don't know how many episodes it will exactly be. You can find more out about the show at establishedpropertyplayhouse.com or on Twitter at estproplayhouse, where you can also find a link to sign up for either of the next two miniseries I'm working on producing, one regarding Magic the Gathering and the Ravnica setting, and the other dealing with the White Wolf Classic Mage setting. If you're interested in finding out more about the Fallout setting that I've developed for Columbus, feel free to contact me, Luke, on Twitter or through my website, which is once again LukeHairLukeHerr.com or on Twitter at, at Holdrag, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Now please stand by for the full version of the theme song. I'm thinking about the city, that city that's my home, that city of Columbus, that city where I was grown. Oh, I'm thinking about the south side, and the east side, and the west, and the sides that I don't live in. The side I never left Together as one Together as one I'm thinking about Columbus Now together all as one Oh, I'm paying for the building Gonna build this city high So high you'll forget the lives they lived before us on this side I'm driving on the highway built to get me to my home So I don't have to see the people who are broken and alone Together as one Together as one I'm thinking about Columbus Now together all as one Now there ain't about the building and oh the highway too and when the people get this angry no there ain't much that you can do now I'm praying for 
Cause there ain't no judge who'll save me from the people all as one Together as one Together as one I'm thinking about Columbus now together